0: welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. I want you to turn in your Bibles today to the first chapter of John, the first chapter of John, and we're going to begin reading in verse 1 as you get there. Hallelujah. And uh See, sometimes you want to know why David said, bless the Lord on my soul, because sometimes his soul was trying to tell him to do what God wasn't trying to tell him what to do. And he said, no, I, my soul doesn't tell me what to do. My spirit tells me what to do and my spirit tells my soul. Now I've done done a teaching on this and I ain't teaching on this day, but you got to realize the fight is over your soul. Your spirit says one thing, your body says the other thing. And the fight is over your soul because your soul is your will, mind, and emotions. And you'll realize that every time you mess up, it's when one of those three. But if you'll get your spirit man strong enough, it'll tell your soul what to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It'll tell your spirit, it'll tell your soul what to do. It'll tell your will what to do. It'll tell your mind what to think and it'll tell your emotions how to feel. And so that's where you got to get to. John chapter one and verse one in the beginning was a word that ain't what it says was the word and the word was with God and the word was God hallelujah all things were made through him. And without him, watch this, nothing was made that was made. Watch this, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. If you're in darkness, all you got to do is invite in the light. If you feel like everything's dying, all you got to do is invite in the life. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not, and the new King James said, comprehend it, but the old King James says, could not overcome it. I like that. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That all through him might believe he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But verse 12 is where I'm going to be focusing a little bit. I'm going to read beyond it. But verse 12 is where we want to abstract something to hit your life today. But as many, whether they was in the poor neighborhood or the rich neighborhood, the white neighborhood or the black neighborhood, regardless of where they were, as many as received him, to them he gave now the new king James says right the old king James says power but in the li, in the in the literal it says authority he gave them authority to become children of God hallelujah authority authority to not smoke crack no more. Authority to not be bound anymore. Authority not to live in division anymore. Authority not to be overcome by sin anymore. Authority to become children of God. Now, he gave them authority uh, to do that when they were coming, when they were being saved. Imagine what authority you have now that you've been born again. Yeah. Hallelujah. He gave them authority, right? He gave us authority uh, to, to come from light to dark, or come from darkness to light. But now that we're in the light. Yeah. Push your neighbor and say, now that you're in the light, just think about what authority you have now. Yes, sir. He gave them authority. Yeah hallelujah, to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Verse 13, who were born, everybody shout born, not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but you were born of God. In his likeness. in him is in me. Hallelujah. Born of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Did, can you feel that this morning? The benefits of being a kingdom citizen. I have been born of God. <laughs> and First John says, and this is What overcomes the world? Those that have been born of God overcomes the world. What overcomes the world? Our faith. Hallelujah. The faith that is in you, children of God, is more powerful than anything the world can ever throw at you according to the Bible. And this is what overcomes the world. Our faith. Hallelujah. I can't Can I, well, you know what? Can I just pound that just a little more? Born of God. See, when you get born again, I don't ever want you to say, well, my granddaddy was an alcoholic, so I struggle with it. Or my daddy was a uh, 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 alcoholic, so I struggle with it. Or my mama had depression, so I struggle with it. No, you have been born of God. And the last time I checked, Jesus never struggled with alcoholism, depression, oppression, or any of the like. You have been born of God. And they do an ancestry check on you. Woo! I feel the Lord in this place. When you look back on my ancestry line, you're going to see somewhere the blood of Jesus cut everything off. And now I have been born of God. If you ever come to this revelation, you will realize that the only limitation in your life is the one that you allow. I have been born of God. Woo! I feel the power of God. And I told you as we preach today, miracles are coming. I've been born of God. Not of the flesh. Not of the will of man. But of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory. The glory as of the only. Notice this, not the only son or daughter of God, but the only begotten. God said, I got a bunch of sons, I have a bunch of daughters. But there ain't but one begotten, Jesus, hallelujah, full of grace and truth. You could not add any more grace to him. You could not add any more truth to him. He was full of grace and truth. And John bore witness of him and cried out saying, This was he whom I said, he who comes after me is preferred before me for he was before me and of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So he said, he said as many as received him, he gave them the authority Everybody shout authority. authority. The authority to become children of God. In other words, as many as received him, I'm about to pray and let you sit down. Hold on. Uh, as many as received him, he gave them the authority to be citizens of the kingdom that he was king over. Hallelujah. So therefore, Uh one more statement of faith. Lift your hand and say, in Jesus' name, name, I am am a citizen citizen of the kingdom of of the Most High High God. God. Romans 14 and verse 17, I'm reading uh, just one verse. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. God said, When you find one of mine, these three fruits will be hanging off of their lives righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Well, let's pray and let's get into this today. Father, thank you for your word. I feel your word even ministering right now all over this place. Uh, I just sensed, God, somebody receiving joy that ain't had it in a long time because it clicked by the revelation of the spirit that I am a daughter of the most high God therefore I don't have to put up with depression any longer I have joy in Jesus name and so father today Lord bless anoint the reading and the preaching of your holy word God anoint me as I preach it father take me beyond any limitation that I or anyone else have placed upon me I yield myself as a mouthpiece today, a vessel of honor, God, in your house that you may speak through me the words of life, God, for I have come here today uh, by your grace and by your spirit to speak dead things into living and into life now. I have come to speak to stagnant things and command them to flow now. In the name of Jesus I pray, God, look upon my availability and not my ability. Let revelation come, God, expand and our capacity to be able to receive and hear your word in Jesus name and God as faith erupts and as faith climbs I pray without anybody laying hands without anybody speaking over them that you would heal and deliver people now God if somebody needs hands laid on them when we lay our hands on them let it happen then but for some they will receive their miracle and even while the preaching happens Happens. In the name of Jesus, I take dominion and I take authority as a child of the most high God. And I decree and declare and right now I permit, I permit healings, I permit miracles. And right now, God, I forbid the spirit of infirmity to minister anymore in Jesus name. And I thank you for it. We give you praise. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Can everybody give God a good hand clap for his word today? Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know how far we're going to get into this. It literally has taken me two weeks to get to point two. But that's because God has so much to say about his kingdom. And, and I've come to the place and, and come to the understanding and realization that a lot, let me just say this, uh, a good bit, I don't know how much of the church has been taught denomination. They have been taught religion. They have been taught opinions. But not a lot of the church has been taught kingdom. Say amen to that. So when we look around and we say, where are the miracles of old? Where are the movings of the spirit of old? Those movings and those miracles are tied to the message of the kingdom. So when the message of the kingdom left, the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the healings left. Because God has never obligated himself to show up to your opinion. Come on, somebody. God has never, ever obligated himself to show up to a denominational teaching. God has never obligated himself to show up to what might make people feel good. But God said, when my kingdom is preached, then the kingdom of God is preached. Power. I taught you last week. The kingdom of God is power. So when my kingdom is preached, my power shows up. Glory be to God. So that's what we're doing right now. So as we entered into this, um, we entered into this series a couple weeks ago. uh, It has literally taken me. This is the third week to uh, give you or define the kingdom of God to define the kingdom of God. And, and I, I stirred up a little something last week. I know, didn't nobody tell me, but I could feel it. But, but the kingdom of God is not a lot of churches coming together on a, collect, a collaborated effort. Now, it can, the kingdom of God can manifest that way. But just because a bunch of churches come together on a collaborated effort does not mean the kingdom has showed up. Because the kingdom of God is power. And if the power ain't showed up, the kingdom ain't showed up. Oh, hallelujah. So I told you, number one, I said the kingdom of God is the highest order of governance in the universe. It is the highest order of governance. Isaiah verse nine says, and of his kingdom, his kingdom and of his government shall increase for always. Shall always increase. So we know it's the highest order of, of governance. Now, secondly, I told you last week, the kingdom of God is power. First Corinthians chapter four, but I will come to you shortly if the Lord wills and I will know not of the word of those who are puffed up, but the power for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Whenever you see the kingdom of God being preached and manifest, you will also see the power of God present the power of God. Just in case you want to know what is the power of God, the power of God may or may not be you having chicken skin or goosebumps. The power of God may or may not be you crying or it might be you crying. The power of God may or may not be you running or it might be you running. But one way I can tell you when the power of God shows up is the lost are born again. The bound are being made free. The hungry are being baptized into Holy Ghost and fire. The sick are being healed. Hallelujah. And miracles are breaking out in Jesus name. This is the power of God. Oh, and I feel like I got to go here. I came to tell somebody today, whether you're in here, whether whether you're watching, wherever you're at, I came to tell you the church is not dead. The religious church is dying, but the church of Jesus Christ is coming to a whole higher level right now. You're seeing the power of the kingdom of God begin to manifest. Hallelujah. The church ain't dead. Well, pastor, I drove by 20 that aren't even open. Well, there's a reason for that. But praise God, you found your way into one today that will not let you leave the same way you came in. You found one today that will not bow to demons. It will not bow to a a socialistic agenda. And it will not bow to an opinion of hell or the doctrines of demons. You have found yourself into a church today that says we got a power that will break the very chains of hell off of your life. We have a power. Restore everything the devil has stolen. We have a power that will fix our land. Yes. Oh. Right. Hallelujah. It's very important that you understand that the power of God. Now, I want to say this right quick. If you're not, if you don't write nothing else down, write this down and meditate on, meditate on it all week. It's very important that you understand that the power of darkness and the power of God are not equal. Some of our prayers act like the devil's power and God's power are equal. And whoever can possibly win this battle wins this battle. I'm telling you, the devil is a liar. I'm telling you, he's a deceiver. I'm telling you, every lie that he's ever spoken came from his own resources. I'm telling you, they are not equal. The devil is a created being, and the God we serve created him. And so his power is not equal to God's power. When you tap into the kingdom of God, you have tapped into the power of the Most High. You have tapped into the power that said light be and light was. I came to tell you they are not an equal power. Glory be to God. Well, brothers and sisters, you just got to hold on while the devil's attacking You just got to grab something and hold on. You just got to be why the devil that the devil is attacking me. Well, tell the devil to stop. Tell the devil, get your hands off. Tell the devil you already defeated by the cross of Christ. Tell the devil you got the blood of Jesus and the blood defeats every power that he has. Well, preacher, I need you to pray for me one more time. And we, We're about five times in two weeks. I'm telling you, there has to be something that rises up on the inside of you that says, I am a child of the Most High God and I don't have to put up with what I'm putting up with now. Go home and throw out what needs to be thrown out. Lift up what needs to be lifted up. Grab some oil. If you don't have no oil, get some Crisco and go through the halls and go through the doorways, anoint some pillars and say the kingdom of God is at hand right now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. My son don't even know it, Trey, but there have been many times he woke up with slick heads. He don't have a clue what happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He don't have a clue. I'm in there anointing stuff. Don't have a clue to times. I don't put prayer claws under his pillow. He don't have a clue. Hallelujah. Calling heaven down because I came to a revelation that I don't have to put up with what I'm putting up with. I don't have to be out of a shit. I don't have to be sick. I don't have to be broke. I don't have to be defeated. If I had to, then Jesus died in vain. But I came to tell you, he didn't die in vain. He became poor that I might become rich. He asked. He received. He became that I might become righteous. The message of the kingdom of God. This is what Jesus came preaching. I told Pastor Luke and them back there, I said, let me tell you something. Much of the American gospel is, much of the American gospel today is centered around forgiveness. And that ain't Right. See, that split. Some of you, like, y'all ready to throw something at me and say, Heretic, heresy, blasphemy. No, 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 no. You want to know why you're wanting to say that? Because that's all you've ever been taught. And that's why you keep coming down having to get saved every month. You've been taught that the whole gospel is centered around forgiveness. Can I tell you something? Forgiveness is a big part of the gospel, but Jesus did. Jesus preached the kingdom of God, and the gospel is centered around the kingdom of God. And once you get born again, it is time for you to pick your eyes, put on the gospels of the shoes of peace, and it's time for you to walk in the power of God, because the Lord has already made you more than triumphant, more than a conqueror, and he's saying, rise up. Hallelujah. And let's get out of the elementary things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm telling you, you listen to 85, 90% of the preaching. They all talk about how many, you know, man, it's just no wonder people are so defeated. I'm like, you can't be reading the same Bible I'm reading. The, listen. You have to get beyond this. I'm not saying that forget. Let me tell you something. If it wasn't for forgiveness, wouldn't none of us be here. I'm not telling you that forgiveness is not a part of the gospel. I'm saying it's not the totality of the gospel. Do you realize that the same how I feel like preaching now the same Jesus that died for you to be forgiven was the same Jesus that sent the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost was the same Jesus that'll heal your body was the same Jesus that'll fill you with fire was the same Jesus that called you into the ministry was the same Jesus that turned around and brought stuff that the devil stole back to your life and he is the same Jesus that's coming back for you do you You realize there are heights to obtain to there are depths to swim in and there's revelation to get to hallelujah the Apostle Paul said he said I wanted to come and give you some steaks he said but y'all were still coughing over milk he said, because you haven't even gotten past the doctrines of baptisms, you're still arguing whether you can be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues. That's a baptism in the Spirit. you still arguing whether you're baptized in Jesus' name, Paul's name, Peter's name. He, you don't know whose name to baptize in. He said, now while you're still arguing over these elementary things, he said, I got a group of guys that are with me, and I'm telling them about stuff that ain't even high satire. Legal for me to speak in your presence. He said, I'm bringing them to a different height. Hallelujah. It's important that you understand that the power of the devil and the power of God are not the same. I, yes, I tell you, here we go. Come on, Holy Ghost. I challenge any and every warlock which demonized person to prove me wrong in the name of Jesus. Because last time they tried it, Elijah took them up on a mountain said, call down some fire if you can. And they cut themselves and they did all they could. And he said, now that you're done, he said, watch this. God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, let fire fall down on this sacrifice. And the Bible says, said. Fire fell down on that mountain and licked up the sacrifice. Hey. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So I told you the kingdom of God is power. But then the third thing, we're still in the introduction. Stay with me. The third thing is the kingdom of God is repeat this after me. Righteousness. It's amazing to me that people who are truly born again don't have to be told to quit sinning. Woo! People who get born again, you ain't got to go hunt them down and, 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 and pull them out of somebody's house they ain't supposed to be in. I'm trying to tell y'all something today. Righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is right standing with God. And what Jesus did on the cross, watch this. He made you in right standings with God with what you could not make yourself in right standings with God with. There was nothing you could do. There was nothing you could say. There was no way for you to obtain righteousness through only through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. But there's also another righteousness, which is not just righteousness with God through the shed blood, But it's living righteous. It's walking righteous. It is is being the person God has called you to be. And when the kingdom of God is in you through the Holy Ghost, ain't nobody got to tell you to stop going to the club. Ain't nobody got to tell you to stop cussing folk out. Ain't nobody got to tell you to go put down the alcohol and the blunts and everything else when righteousness is in of you. When you pick up the bottle, you feel something quicken. Ah! When you pick up the blunt, you feel something quicken. When you go to call who you ain't supposed to call, something quickens. It is the kingdom of the Most High God in righteousness. It hits you. It's in you. Can't even twerk the same. Really? Now you can do that, don da don don. <laughs> Tried to twerk and your twerking's broke. The kingdom of God has done set up. And your twerk went from a to a jerk. And now you got a Holy Ghost jerk in the house of God. Because the kingdom of God has done set up home in your life. Righteousness. hallelujah. He said it's righteousness. I remember one time this was before I became a pastor. My pastor he was preaching this couple came down to get saved and uh, anyway they got born again and about two weeks later he came in to see her. I'm going to try to keep it G rated around here. But he said, preacher, I don't know what's happened. They weren't married. He said, well, what's going on? (laughs) She don't want to act right. Let's just keep it there. He said, no, sir, son. She's acting right. The kingdom of God has done set up home. And every time y'all try to get under those covers, she feels very convicted. And the best thing you could do is either leave or get married because this thing ain't leaving. This is the kingdom of God. Righteousness. Ain't got to tell nobody. God tells them hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. When I got baptized with the glorious Holy Ghost, I could, I I mean, I I wouldn't, I could sit in circles and, you know, because you got to realize that I I just, I would show up somewhere and, and, uh, you know, they'd be doing their thing and, and whatever, and, and I, you know, I used to do that thing, but now I'm different and, and I'd show up and I wouldn't even feel tempted. And they'd be like, you ain't even want none of this. I said, no, I don't want none of that. I just came to tell you why you shouldn't want none of it. <laughs> righteousness. The kingdom of God had set up home inside of me. Hallelujah. He said, it's righteousness. Can I tell you something? Somebody say, tell me something, preacher. Let me tell you something. When, when, when the kingdom of God sets up home inside of you when that righteousness comes and sets up home inside of you and you realize I'm a child of God, I'm a child of the king, I'm a child of the most high God, I'm a part of the kingdom of God, hallelujah when you realize that you are a son, hallelujah you are a daughter of the most high God that he has put his image and likeness and spirit inside of you and that you're not something second, he is bringing you every single day to the more likeness of Jesus Christ when you realize that you realize my God that what's inside of me as Peter said is an incorruptible seed it is something that is not of this world it is not of man and it is not of will but it is of God hallelujah born of the spirit when you realize that what's inside of you hallelujah hallelujah. My Lord in heaven, let me tell you something. When you are truly born again, let's say it like this, born of the spirit, because people have different definitions of being born again. Some people think it's about putting their name on a membership roll. Some people think it's about being able to hold a certain position. But when you're truly born again, you are born of the Spirit. Hallelujah! That means that you uh, That means that you are not the same. You are even, you're not even the same creature anymore. You are a new creation. The Bible says that old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. You are a new creation. So what you don't realize is for you to go back to your old life, you have to renounce your new life. You have to sit there and say, I don't want the righteousness, I don't want the kingdom of God, and I don't want to be a new creature. And I'm telling you, you can do that because God will not override your will. But what he will do is make your life miserable the whole time you are doing it. When you lay your head down at night, the Holy Ghost is going to be sitting there saying, you know, we got to talk about something. And when you go into the liquor store, the Holy Ghost is going to be saying, we got to talk about something. And when you don't want to come to church, the Holy Ghost is going to be saying we got to talk about something. So why be miserable the rest of your life when you can be a miracle the rest of your life and you can carry the message and the power of the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Born of the spirit, a new creature, a new creation. I'm not taught. Let, let me tell you something. And when, listen, when you are born again, you are not the same person under a different kingdom. See, that's where people have gotten it mixed up. You think you're the same person, you're just under a different kingdom. No, that's what religion is. Because religion is is having a form of godliness but denying the power that changes you. That's what religion is. Religion says, I was once under the kingdom of darkness, now I want to go and be under the kingdom of light. But can I tell you, there is no illegal immigration in the kingdom of God. Jesus said in John, he said, there ain't but one way to come in, and anybody that comes in another way is a thief and a robber. He said, but if you come in through the gate, I am the gate, I am the door, and he said, I know who is mine, and anybody that comes in shall come in and go out and find pasture. He said, There ain't no illegal way of entering into this thing. There ain't no illegal way of coming into the kingdom of God. Oh, the old people used to sing it just as I am. I come before you, God. I come before you, broke. I come before you, busted. I come before you, down here, a mess. I come before you, prideful. I come before you in every way I know to come before you. I think I feel it better preaching than y'all, better listening. The old folk used to say, This is how I come. Now, God, take me as I came, but don't leave me as I am because I know you got a spirit. And if that spirit, that same spirit that dwells in me is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, I will not be the same. (laughs) Hallelujah the kingdom of God is righteousness. Praise God. I've seen, I've seen, you know, that's the reason I tell people, they like, well, you know, so-and-so we need to, she needs to cover herself up. And I'm like, you're right. But let's see if she's really got the kingdom. Because if she does in three weeks, she'll cover herself up. If she doesn't, then we'll know. Because the kingdom is righteousness. It's working in you, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't talk to the. You just can't. I can't treat people like I want to treat them. I just can't. I just can't talk to them like I used to talk to folk. I, I, I. There's something inside of me saying that if I tell you what I'm wanting to tell you, the Holy Ghost ain't gonna be good with it. So I'm gonna bring and practice a little spiritual discipline to say I'm gonna shut my mouth even when I want to open it right now because I have the kingdom of God inside of me. So he says it's righteousness, righteousness, but then he says it's peace. Why is there so many people absent of peace? Because there's so many people absent of the kingdom. Not in the kingdom, of the kingdom. See, when the kingdom of God comes and sets up home in you, there is a peace that comes inside of you. it's like Pastor Jason, it's like this right here. I mean, sometimes I sit around and say, God, I really don't have nothing to worry about. And then my flesh says, let's go find something. And I say, you shut up and sit down. I like where I'm at. I don't have nothing to worry about. I have nothing, literally, literally, to sit here and be worried about. And I'm not even speaking by faith right now. I'm speaking by, I'm, this is real. Why? Peace. When the, when the kingdom of God, when you are a child of the King, when you are truly born of the spirit, there is a peace that hits your life. How many are, when you got born again, you were so happy you wasn't scared to die anymore? See, if you don't know what that's like to put your head on a pillow at night and say, dear Lord, I hope I wake up. Because if I don't, I know where I'm going. When I got born again, Trey, I said, I don't, I'm not scared to die. I still ain't scared to die. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, go there a little while. There's so many people scared to die. Have you not read in the word where it says, and they love their life, not unto death? If I didn't know no better, I think some of you believe that this is your final destination. to die. You want to know why you're afraid to die? Because you're not really sure. Well, I done kicked up a hornet's nest right here, ain't I? Amen. You look at, you look at these beloved forefathers in the first church that stood up and Stephen said, you stiff necked religious jokers. There ain't never been a prophet die outside of a Jerusalem and I don't know why one's about to start now. And they stoned him to death. He didn't care. He was the, he was the only one on earth that got to see Jesus stand up. Jesus was seated at the right hand of the Father and Stephen said, I see him standing. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter stood up and said, y'all jokers killed him. You had the Lamb of God and you killed him. Repent and be baptized. People, they were not scared of this. We should not be scared. We have peace—the peace of the kingdom of God. Y'all, give the Lord a praise so you can accept that a little bit. Amen. Give the Lord a praise. Now it ain't—it ain't like I'm out there trying to put my face in front of a bullet or something, you know. We—we're not being stupid. But I'm just trying to tell you the church has gotten so afraid of dying that we'll shut it down. Shut the doors. Don't care if any lost person comes, shut the doors. How dare you? Righteousness, peace, uh oh, and joy. I love this house not because I pastor, but I love this house because they're just some folk you can't shut up in their praise. <laughs> You can't shut them up. You can't make them stop hollering. You can give them a dirty look if you want to, but they'll just walk over here and start shouting for God anyway. You want to know why? Because they got so much joy inside of them that they want to give God a praise no matter how many dirty looks come, no matter how bad or good the sound is. I want to give him a praise because I got joy, and joy is overflowing in my spirit. Ah yeah, give him praise for five seconds all over this house. There's some folk you just can't shut up. (laughs) Glory be to God. Our old dear brothers don't went on to glory. Ed Pennamon. I can't wait to get to heaven. Hallelujah. I believe Ed's gonna be able to go, hallelujah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He better be. Some folk you just can't shut up. You show me a church that loses its praise, I'll show you a church that loses its power. God said, I will inhabit the praises of my people. Hallelujah. And I realize that all of us go through some times where we got to beat the devil out of the house on the way to church. We got to beat the kids into the car. We (laughs) got... Some of you don't beat each other up by the time you get here. Got to beat the devil out of the flat tire, whatever. But can I tell you all that's temporary? Don't none of that have anything to do with how much joy God has put inside of you. And that's the reason I refuse to let anything steal my joy. The old folk used to say it like this. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have. the world didn't give it to me This joy that I have The world didn't give it to me The world didn't give it in the I'm going to sing it one more time mm, this joy that I have The world Mmm, this joy that I have The world didn't give it to me, this joy that I had. The world didn't give it in. Now, come on and give him praise all over this place if you know what I'm talking about right now. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Y'all be seated for a minute. And we'll, we'll try to end this thing. I still have not got into to citizenship. This is the third week I'm trying to get into citizenship. But the Lord just keeps bringing more. Because let me tell you, I don't know what the future has to hold. This is the only thing I do know the future has to hold. Jesus is coming back. And I better be ready. That's what I do know. Okay, so I don't know what the future has to hold, but this one thing I do know is that as long as that I I have a proper revelation of the kingdom of God, what comes cannot take my joy. Now, what if, can I just go one more, just a few more places? What if when this Satanic virus showed up, and that's exactly what it is. The church got so joyful and full of peace and full of righteousness that the news, the news channels had to come into the churches and say, I don't know why these folk are shouting so much. I don't know why they continue to laugh. They got so much peace and all this is happening. What do you think? How much of a testimony would that have been to a world that is full of fear? And the church stood up and said, there's no reason to fear. We have the answer. And the answer is the kingdom of the most high God. Oh, glory be to God. I'm telling you, this is the light that God told us to be. But you've got to embrace the kingdom of God. Somebody say, I am am. a new creation creation. now, but I'm going to end it this way. Yesterday we was in the, we was in the gym and. And we have a we have a, a, a small group that meets in that gym. Some guys that meet there, and uh, I wouldn't. I usually am not able to meet with them, but but I came in on about halfway through their workout, and uh, they were meeting in there, and and then it came towards the end, and and some of the guys got over there and and, and uh, was talking. It was Pastor Andy and a couple more, and they were talking about the Bible, and then I seen uh, Brother James back there ministering to another guy who's not part of the group. And I could tell he was ministering to him in a, in a powerful way. And, and I looked around and I said, the kingdom of God has come to the gym. The kingdom has showed up in the gym. And I, I watched as people were being, uh, you know, just being ministered to. And then I walked by Brother James. I'm going to give him his props right here. I walked by Brother James and I heard him say to this man, he he said, you were not created to operate and make decisions out of fear. Now, he didn't know I'd been thinking and just meditating all morning on the kingdom of God. And when he said that, something just quickened in me. And uh, so I walked back over there and I said, you know, being a kingdom child and operating in fear is like being a human and trying to live underwater. When you get born again, everything in you changes to respond differently and respond to the kingdom of God. Therefore, who you used to be could respond to fear. But now who you are only responds to faith. I said, man, that's kind of like being a being an alien or, or being a human and being put in outer space. That's how different it is. Because when you have become a new creation, you need to understand that it." it, it You didn't just get a ticket to heaven. Man, my appetite has changed. The just shall live by. Not just function. Not just survive. But he said, your lifeline. is faith. Why are you saying this? Righteousness, peace, and joy. It's the kingdom of God. And you look like an alien in the earth when you're around everybody else. You want to know why? Here we are. Because you are not of this world. You are people from a different kingdom. You've been created different when you said yes to Jesus. Hallelujah. A new creation. A new creature. Born of the Spirit. Born of God. And the only thing, you know, the only thing that ain't really changing a whole lot is this old vessel, you know? We can do what we want to to it, but he's done promised us. It's going to the dirt. (laughs) But The spirit lives on. So when I got born again, I realized my body wasn't made completely new, but my spirit was, right? And I was born of the spirit. Now spirit communicates to spirit. And they who worship him have to worship him in Spirit and so he says in you I put me inside of you and so not only is true life me communicating to me but true worship is me communicating to you are a new creature. Born of the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You have not just you have not just come into or come under a new government. You are a new creature. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, what's impossible now? What's impossible now? born of God. Hallelujah. So today, like I said, I still haven't got into citizenship. I'm trying to get into citizenship because this place is going to blow up when we get into citizenship. When you start realizing who you are. When you start realizing the benefits that you get as a citizen of the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Benefits of, of, of a, as a citizen. Of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Yeah. Gets our top and highest Allegiance. Hallelujah. Everything else is secondary. Thank you, Jesus. And when you embrace the kingdom of God like this, there's nothing that God won't flow to you and through you as a a child of the kingdom. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content, And to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.